What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Sports Braves Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay. And on the si- other side is that lovely radio voice of the Murray High Tigers, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Uh, it's a beautiful day, John. Beautiful day. Good day to talk about the Braves. And hopefully today we'll be talking about, or Tuesday, we'll be talking about finishing this thing off. And But what a weekend it was. Before we get to that, though, I do have a funny uh, baseball story. Have you ever heard uh-huh. of the – have you ever I, – I was listening to a podcast earlier, and I thought about this. Have you ever heard of the potato trick? Uh, the potato trick? No, I have not. Do tell. So, um, I think it was uh, earlier, like 1895, the, there was a runner on first base. And mm-hmm. the pitcher, to deceive the batter or deceive the first baseman, uh, throws a potato over the head of the first baseman. So he thinks the the batter okay. go, and then he pops up the real baseball and throws him out. All right. No, I have not. I have not heard of that. Hmm. I just thought that was that, Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's probably still written in the rules somewhere, you know? I, I'd hope so. Or, as far as no, because there, you know, there are a lot of other things that are written in the rules, so – you know, yeah, no, no potatoes. Um, I'd hope. How, I'd hope yeah, I, I mean, what are we? What's the pitcher even doing with the potato out there anyway? You know, I mean, I guess he was planning on doing the trick. I don't know. I, I guess that's funny. You know, it's funny because they all talk about the hidden ball trick and all those kind of things and how players fall for it. You never would think that players would fall for the old hidden ball trick. Um, you know, it's. It's kind of funny, you know, my kids grow up, my kids growing up, they always wanted to do that. You know, they always want to do that. And I'm like, well, you know, there are things you got to follow, you know, like, you know, the, mm-hmm. if, if they, you have a meeting on the mound, everybody comes over and the first baseman's got the ball or the third baseman's got the ball, you know, the pitcher can't be on the mound. He's got to walk around or do something. So I'm just like, you know, you got to do a lot of things before you can get this ball trick to work. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so, uh, do you have your broom in hand? Um, yes, I do. It is, uh, you know, it is Halloween season. So, yes, uh, I have my broom for the old sweep uh, because I think they had, what, like a 20-something percent chance of, of winning the division because they had to sweep. Um, and then all of a sudden – you know, because really and truly, this and this is what scares me. This is really what scares me. You know, because the Mets only needed to win one game, mm-hmm. basically, mm-hmm. Um, and that's all. And it's just like this Marlins series that we're in. All we gotta do is win one game, or the Mets lose one game. I mean, they're gonna play a doubleheader uh, on Tuesday because they couldn't play in Washington on Monday. So all you gotta do is, if the Mets just win one game, and and there are a lot of things. You know, one, you not only it, you know, you, you come out of the series either tied or a game up if you win one game. Right. Um, so, if you win that first game, you, you immediately go to two games up, and then if the Braves came back and won the next two and you, you went out of that series uh, tied, well, you still win the season series by one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what the Braves had to do. And they had to win all three games to win the season series. So, that way, if it's tied at the end of the year – then they automatically – there's not a one-game playoff. They automatically get that uh, first-round bye. They automatically are the Eastern Division champs. So, you know, that was the key. And, and you know, they came in. And, and again, I, I've told you this. You know, when we were back – when we played the, the Mets back, uh, you know, a month or so ago, uh, when, when we were kind of on that down, down – when we I think it was about – I think we got back to seven and a half games. You know, we lost that – uh, series was that the Mets. five game series? Yeah, yes. And I think we may have won four games, and they won. I may have won one game. They won four out of five. Right. You know, uh, we looked like we were at a funeral. Uh, and so, but the last two series that the Mets have been at Truist Park, they have looked that away. It's almost like the pressure was on them to, you know, win every single game, and that's kind of what it looked like this past weekend was it looked like, you know, they had all the pressure on them and, and, and that was weighing on them. You know, they started DeGrom on Friday night. 
they started Scherzer on Saturday night. Well, those two guys weren't supposed to go till Saturday and Sunday. Correct. You know, Chris Bassett was supposed to be the guy that led off that series. Well, they moved those guys up because they wanted to throw the knockout punch. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. You're almost better just let the, you know, let the nature, uh, you know, let, let nature play itself out and just go ahead and, and throw that punch Saturday and Sunday. But they moved them up. And, and, you know, they got to DeGrom on Friday night with home runs. They got to Scherzer on Saturday night with home runs. And then finally, you know, got to Bassett. Um, and, and so, you know, what, what can you say? You know, they, they look like they were on fire and the, the Mets look like they were at the funeral. So that, that was a good thing. And they, they, you know, the Mets are obviously going to have to answer a lot of questions as to why, you know, why couldn't you finish them off? And why couldn't you, you know, why couldn't you do this, you know? So, you know, all the Braves did was just play, and all they did was hit. Uh, you know, your your three guys that had been struggling going into September, Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, and Matt Olson, they were king of the series. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dansby was, you know, uh, take you know take Monday night's game out of the equation because we just didn't play well Monday night. But <laughs> Olson had come in in five games in a row and hit a homer, I think, or four at least. Dansby yeah. hit, Dansby hit three three in a row homers. Uh, you know Austin Riley a couple of games in a row with homers. So I mean those guys. It seemed like every time you look up, they're batting and they're on base, um, or they're they're jogging around the base because they hit a home run. So, but it was the other guys that struggled. You know Michael Harris has been struggling a little bit. Uh, you know Acuna got on base. I mean I mean they they were just able. It seemed like even though the Mets would. The Mets, I think, could have got up ten to nothing, uh, and the and the Braves, I think, would have made a run at them and come back and beat them. You yeah. know, I mean, that's just the kind of series that it was, and and it reminded me of some of the old, you know, in the early in the nineties when when they used to when the Giants when they were all in the 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 Western Division basically, uh, the Giants and the Dodgers and those teams were in that division with them, and they they went out on the West Coast once and. And the Giants were the team that was right behind them, and, and it looked like they were having a great year, and, and they were making a big run. The Braves went out there and said, you know what, I think we're just going to be done with you. And they just kept – they just pounded them every game they played, like in August, you know, September, mm-hmm. every game with the Giants. It was like beat them, beat them, beat them, beat them. And and that's kind of what it reminded me of, you know, this past weekend was – uh, didn't matter what the score was. You get up two, we're going to score four. Uh, you know, uh, you come back and score two, we're going to score four more. You know, I mean, that's just basically what it was. And um, and they finished them off. And, and um, you know, now our chances of winning the Eastern Division and getting that first round by are 90-something percent. So, you know, right now all the Braves have to do is win one game or the Mets lose one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, you know, the odds of that are – are, are great. So, um, anyway, it just, what a fantastic series it was. That's all. So two things. One, yes. um, not only did we have one player hit a home run in each game with the Mets, we had two players. The Braves did. Yeah. Um, Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson. Now, Dansby was the first, he's on a very short list of people to do that against the Mets. Yes. The Can yep. you name- one of those on that list. Um, well, you add what? Uh, didn't you add Matt Olson to that list? Yeah, you can add Matt Olson to that list too. Um, Who on that list. Wasn't Austin Riley on that list? Um, I or believe so. he was not. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, but you want somebody else? There's some um, on that list. Yeah, tell I saw it, but who? So I saw it, but who? Who else is on that list? Del Murphy. Hmm. That's right. That's right. And Andrew. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's a short list, you know, and especially when you put the type, uh, you know, the Mets, honestly, let's be honest, you know, the Mets have had some good pitching, mm-hmm. um, the last few years. Um, and none of it has panned out for them, but they've had some, some good pitching, you know, back, um, again, you're talking 20 years ago, maybe even 25 years ago. Uh, they had a couple of guys. Jason Isringhausen was one of them. I can't remember the other one. Uh, but they, but 
Pardon? Al Leiter? Uh, Al Leiter was one, uh, but they had another one along with Jason Isringhausen. It's kind of like the uh, DeGrom and the Syndergaard. You know, those two guys, when they came up, they were supposed to be the next best thing, uh, and they never really, you know, Syndergaard never really, you know, um, never really panned out. Uh, DeGrom's been injured. And that's kind of the way it was with those two guys. You know, Isringhausen turned into a closer. Uh, you know, like. Yeah, I can't remember. You you, you got to go uh, way back. But but anyway, with DeGrom and Syndergaard and, you know, those two guys are supposed to be the great, the next great thing. So the Mets have had some really good pitching. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they just haven't panned out because of injuries. And even DeGrom, you know, you look at DeGrom's career, um, you know, yeah, he's a free agent. Uh, is he going to get money? Yes, he will. But, you know, the whole key is can he stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's the shelf life for, for Jacob DeGrom? Um, you know, are, are, if, you're a, if you're a manager of Jacob DeGrom, you know, you've almost got to have kid gloves. You know, you've almost got to have the bullpen ready to go at a moment's notice just because you worry about how he is going to perform. Mm-hmm. How is he going to – how long is he going to be able to last? Uh, that's that's the key. And, of course, he's got – you know, both Scherzer and DeGrom have missed significant time this year. So, you know, their arm uh, should be very uh, – you know, should be very good. It um, should be very strong. And, look, they're, they're still a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, fortunately, if they go into the wild card – you know, they're going to have to deal with uh, the Dodgers. Um, so they're going to be the next team. And I was watching those lineups, and, and I thought it was reversed. I thought the Mets and the Braves, Braves would play each other. But if they get into that wild card situation, it'll be um, the Braves would be playing the Cardinals or Ooh. Phillies, whichever one rolls in if they get that first-round bye. They're going to roll into playing the Cardinals or the Phillies. I think that's right. And then the the Dodgers are going to have to deal with the Mets and the Padres. So, um, you know, if it if it plays out. But you know, here's an interesting thing. You know, Milwaukee had a chance to to get into this. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a really solid chance to get into it. Didn't do well this weekend. Uh, you know, the Phillies are playing the Astros this week. Um, you know, now obviously the Astros are into the playoffs. So that's not a problem. So they can but but you know, they've got five days off, so you've got plenty of time to set your pitching staff up yep. after that. Uh you know, Max Freed's supposed to pitch Wednesday and chances are you probably will see Max Freed pitch Wednesday. Don't know how long he'll go, especially if it's a needed game and especially against Sandy Alcantara who's supposed to pitch on uh Wednesday. Actually- so They've actually uh, shut him down for the year. Have they? Yeah. Well, you, well, you could, and that's great. Okay. I think they were saying that that it was going to be up to him whether or not he was going to pitch or not. Um, but that's, but that's you probably to, that's according to the uh, Marlins broadcasters talking to Ben and Joe on the radio. So. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll take that considering you know the the Mets or the the Marlins sent out a tweet last week asking everybody you know, that were Mets fans to come down and, and, and root against the Braves. Uh, so, you know, that was, that was kind of, um, that was kind of petty, but anyway, it's kind of funny. Um, and, uh, so I think it's since been removed, but, um, we're just trying to get fans down there cause they don't have many fans anyway. They don't have many anyway. Yeah. Hey, come on down. Enjoy the Miami and Hey, come to the game, root against the Braves. Yeah. Uh, so I think you'll see Max free go on, on Wednesday, just because, um, you know, he's going to have to get tuned up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're going to see, I think, Odorizzi go uh, on Tuesday, which I'm oh. worried about. You know, Bryce Elder pitched yesterday and, and Monday, and, and I thought Bryce pitched very well, and we'll talk about that. You know, he was throwing strikes. It's just they were hitting the ball. Yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, but Odorizzi's going to go, and I'm sure he'll be on another short leash again. Um, and then I think Max will go Friday – I mean Friday, on Wednesday, just to get tuned up to start that first game, just to keep that arm and just to stay in that same rhythm. How mm-hmm. long he'll go, I don't know. He may go a couple of innings. 
and then be done. And I wouldn't, and it depends on how, if they've already won the division, if it's already okay, then he may just go a couple of innings. So, you know, you got time. Uh, so, so the Astros too, with, with the Phillies coming in, you know, they, uh, the Phillies have a, you know, could have easily lose that, could have easily lost that wild card, you know, with playing and the Brewers could have caught up, but anyway, it, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So, um, but it, you know, postseason is going to be fun, I think. But don't oh, yeah. count out the Mets. You no, know, just because they've got Degrom and Scherzer, definitely don't count them out because it's still a very good one-two punch. Right. Definitely. So, did you? Okay. Without looking at anything, can you name the name of the park the Marlins play in? Um. No, I can't. Uh, because. I have, I think I've seen it. I don't know. You know, they change names so many times mm-hmm. um, that you know it's all that naming right. So what is it? Lone Depot Park, apparently. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was Joe yeah. Rock, but apparently not. Uh, well, you know, they it used to be. You know, they used to play at Joe Robbie. Uh, I'm or not even sure that's. Yeah, that's the Dolphins, but I'm not sure that's where the Dolphins play anymore. No, oh. there's his Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they built a new one and replaced Joe Robbie with the Hard Rock, I believe. Hard Rock Cafe Field, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, the Marlins, when they built their stadium, you know, the Marlins, it's, it's kind of like Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, can't, I should say Tampa Bay. I've always known them as Tampa Bay Rays. You know, it's kind of like the Rays. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been trying to build a new stadium there in Tampa for a long time, and they've turned it down. You know, the Rays need to build a stadium that seats about 25,000 people, okay? <laughs> and that's about it. And same with the Marlins. And 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 honestly, um, <laughs> probably neither one of those teams need to be where they're at, uh, okay? Um, you know, because they don't get the fan support, um, you know, like they like other places do. You know, I think the Braves, um, after this weekend series, 42 sellouts, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah, if you're talking 42 out of 81 games, that's, you know, that's pretty good stuff. Um, so, you know, most of that's going to be your summer traffic, you know, because, uh, you know, that's, you know, kids are out of school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, and, and, and you're going to get a lot of those, you know, probably some of those games, weather may have been bad. So, you know, you don't get the sellouts like you like you used to. So, But Tampa nor Miami, um, you know, neither one of those really justify having a team there. And it's because there's so, so much to do when you go to Miami, when you go to, you know, you're going to Florida, uh, you know, you're not far from Disney if you're in Tampa. You know, just things like that that people go and do other than going to a ballpark. I have been to uh, see a Rays game. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, uh, <clears throat> this was some time ago and it was, uh, the Rays and the Mariners. Uh, and this was when, uh, Alex Rodriguez was still on the Mariners. Oh, wow. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was not, but mm-hmm. A-Rod was still on the Mariners. Uh, and so that was shortstop. a long time ago. Yeah. He's shortstop. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shortstop very early in his career. Um, you know, so. It was, you know, that night there was nobody there. Um, you know, we, we sat on a row all by ourselves. Uh, you know, it was, um, you know, it was just, uh, it was weird going to a game. But we just decided at the last minute, hey, let's go to a game. And, you know, when we got, when the game was over, we left as soon as the game was over. And we didn't have any trouble getting out with traffic, nothing like that. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's they don't probably justify having a team. There are other places that you could probably put a baseball team uh, and, and, and get better, get better traffic out of it. I, I will say that hockey though, they love their hockey. Yeah, they do. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Um, you know what they, the lightning, I think. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they do love the hockey, uh, you know, and, and I guess, it's because hockey, you know, it's, it's kind of like the whole soccer thing. You know, kids are playing, kids are gravitating more to soccer than anything else. And that's because you're constantly running, you're constantly doing something, 
You're not standing around. Uh, you know, kids don't want to play football anymore because they don't want to deal with, you know, uh, getting injured with, uh, you know, getting hit, getting injured. Well, you know, you're more likely to get a head injury in soccer uh, than you are anything else yep. uh, because they headbutt the ball, uh, you know, things like that. You're more exposed. So, uh, you know, there's there's head injuries all the time in soccer. And, and um, you know, but hockey, uh, hockey's a, a kind of a rough sport too, but you're constantly moving, you're skating, you know, there's action. I've heard going to a hockey game is really fun. It is. Um, I've been to yeah, I mean, it's, I, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, uh, my kid said something about wanting to go to a hockey game, uh, you know, because we had kind of, I think it was last year, we had done all the, we, we'd gone to, you know, a basketball game, we'd gone to a baseball game, and he said, hey, man, it's time to go to a hockey game. And, you know, we've got a hockey team, you know, it's the, the Preds, the Predators, are just two hours away, mm-hmm. you know, so it's a hop, skip, and a jump for us to go. You know, if we want to go watch the Grizzlies, it's three and a half hours. Uh, so, you know, the Preds are not that far away. Uh, I've never been to a Titans game. I've never been to an NFL game. My kid has, but I've never been. So, you know, it's um, it's something that, uh, you know, I think would be fun. And I think that's maybe why kids are more gravitating to that because you're constantly doing stuff. You're not just sitting around. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, we just went on another tangent, as always. Don't we always? Yep, we do. Yeah. So should we start singing Sweep the Mets, or should we just say it? Because do we want to scare our uh, listeners off? Uh, well, we probably don't want to scare them off with singing, so I, I just say Sweep the Mets. That's what we say, right? One of my friends this morning was like, so are you going to sing the theme song to this, this weekend show? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably best on our on our listeners that we don't. Um, you know, we want to keep them entertained. Uh, you know, because talking about the actual topic we're supposed to talk about is always something that's missed us, you know, so for at least the first little bit. So, uh, you know, singing may may even scare our listeners more. <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our, uh, the guy who edits this is probably laughing is uh, laughing out yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, we'll let, let him sing. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell yeah. him he has to. That's right. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into this series of the Mets. Um, Friday night, Max Freed, will of a game. Um, pitch really good. Uh, throws up into the dug, in the, or I'm assuming he threw up in the dugout. Yes. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, he guts himself out. That's a gutsy performance. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh. Five innings, four hits, one run. One run, that's it. Three strikeouts. Uh, I mean, nothing wrong with that, especially this lineup, um, you know, with the Mets. uh, You know, that upper part, Nemo, Alonzo, Lindor, um, and that Jeff McNeil guy. Man, I'm telling you, it seemed like he was up at bat every single time. I think he he batted a hundred times in that series. And I think he got like 98 hits, you know, (laughs) Uh, it seemed like every time you turn around, Jeff McNeil was batting. And what I really love about Jeff McNeil, if I could take, um, you know, I love the hustle of Brandon Nemo. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the batting of Jeff McNeil. Uh, Because if you look at his bat, uh, if you look at his at bat, he doesn't, you know, go all the way down on the on the handle of the bat. Uh, he's choked up. Um, he's he's looking to hit the ball the other way, um, as he did. You know, uh, the at bat. One of the bats I watched on Sunday night. He's looking to hit the ball the other way, and lo and behold, he does. If he's pitched that away, guess what he's going to do? He's going to hit it that he's way. He's going to hit it that way. I yeah, I love the at bats of Jeff McNeil. Uh, because I wish, you know, you could keep – he could – if after he gets finished with his career, I foresee hitting instructor, okay? Um, just because, you know, and Barry Bonds was the same way. Uh, Bonds would choke up on his bat. He looked like he was swinging a toothpick, okay? Uh, well, McNeil's bat looks a little larger than that. But, um, you know, McNeil is up there looking – 
okay, if you pitch me inside, I'm going to, I'm going to pull it. If you pitch me outside, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to slap it the other way. I mean, that's just, you know, but that upper part of the lineup, you know, you would think would have been very daunting for somebody to go through. And, and the pitchers this weekend didn't have any trouble with them at all, uh, which, which was great. You know, it seemed like the Mets were scoring first, um, but then the Braves would come back and, you know, like I said, you score one, I'll score two. Uh, and, and it worked out and, and Max Fried got to five innings um, and, and let the bullpen come in and finish the job. Um, you know, A.J. Minter came in and gave up one earned run. That may have been the only earned run the bullpen gave all weekend. Um, so, uh, and Kenley Jansen finished it off, uh, although quite scaringly on Friday night. Um, but he, he finished it off. And McHugh and Iglesias came in with some, uh, some great innings as well. So, um, you know, just, again, um, fantastic. And the, the middle part of the order, uh, Dansby, um, you know, Riley and Olsen, those guys were good. Harris was good on Friday night. So, uh, Arcia was good too at the bottom, um, you know, went two for three. So, you know, everybody hitting the ball and that's, that's what you needed. And, and, you know, the formula was a five, two win. Um, now I know we always pick a player of the game offensively, but I got to give it to the bullpen, the bullpen for this whole series. This might be yeah. a bullpen series because the bullpen was elite. Well, the, and look back. Smart and, likes to say they were elite. Yeah. Well, look back at the um, run that the Braves made last year, uh, and and what was it? It was the bullpen. Right. Uh, it was the bullpen that that turned it. You know, whatever. You know, you've added uh, Razel Iglesias, uh, who you know. You look at his ERA with. The Angels, it wasn't so great, but look at his ERA with the Braves, and it's like, you know, it's kind of the same way with Jesse Chavez. You read my you mind. Know, Chavez, you know, any other – every team – every other team that he's been on, he didn't pitch very well. Right. Um, and, and with the Braves, um, it's like, ah, I'm home. Now yep. I'm just going to strike everybody out or, or do whatever I – you know, I'm, my ERA is going to be like point. Uh, uh, zero 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 five or something, you know. I mean, <laughs> right. very minimal minimal runs, and and you know, I mean, that same way with Iglesias. He came in and dominated. Uh, you know, you got the lefties, you got the righties. McHugh is a different type of pitcher. He's that off speed type right hander. Iglesias is going to come in throwing a little bit of heat. You know, on the other side, you got Mentor. You know, that lefty. Um, you know, he's going to throw hard. Uh, Matchick going to come in, who, who has been struggling a little bit, but he's going to come in and may not be like Mentor, who's throwing the ball hard. You know, you've got those different pitchers. Uh, and you, you know, you've got Mentor and Jansen. Jansen's going to finish it up with that cutter, and it seemed like the Phillies couldn't do anything with that cutter all weekend. And I really, really, really was struggling with him pitching back-to-back days, and then he pitched back-to-back-to-back days. Uh, and that was a scary thought. So, but he did the job. He came in and finished him off. Friday was the only scare that he got, but he finished off, I think, with two straight strikeouts after the bases were loaded. And mm-hmm. and lo and behold, the Braves win. You know, game one. Now, I know we give. I'm going to give it to the bullpen, but I know I yeah. want to pick somebody uh, offensively in this game. Who would you other? You know, Dansby had good hits. Olsen had a yeah. home run. Who yeah. who who stood out to you for the most part? Well, you know, Orlando Arcia would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had a good night as well. He was two for three. He had an RBI. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take that every night as well. And, and uh, he's, been, he's been hitting the ball. Just adds a little bit of something at the bottom of the order. You know, Von Grissom's going to get his chance to play. Um, and I'm surprised he's not really playing anymore. But, uh, you know, I'll take what we got out of him when we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, going to be a good, still a good asset coming up for the postseason. Um, so the Braves ended up winning five to two. Um, switching to Saturday, the Braves win four to two over the Mets. Uh, Kyle Wright picks up number twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one on the season. Yeah, uh, pitched a, pitched another five innings and um, you know seven hits. He did give up two runs, one base on ball, and three strikeouts. So. Uh, you know, fantastic for him. 
just a, another really good game, another, you know, 21 wins. Um, and, you know, some, some good hits. You know, Acuna was three for four. Swanson, two for four. Uh, Austin Riley, three for four. Matt Olson, two for four. You know, Swanson had two RBIs. Matt Olson had two RBIs. And those came on the old home run ball. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was, again, my son was over watching the game Saturday night. And, and so um, I was a little little concerned about how it was going to go. I didn't, I, I wanted to win. I knew I, I wanted to win. And then, <laughs> you know, Dansby comes up, hits a homer, and it's two to one. I'm thinking, okay, that's probably not enough. Uh, we need probably <laughs> another. And then Olsen comes up. And my wife, I think at this time period, um, she said, I thought you said Matt Olson was struggling. And I said, he was. He was. So um, he was not, uh, you know, playing well with others, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, he, he, has, he, he suddenly got it going really quickly in this series. So, uh, but, uh, but it was the upper part of the order that hit. And uh, no, no complaints. And, um, you know, another, another win, another great job by the bullpen. Um, Dylan Lee, an inning with nothing. Uh, Chavez gave up a hit, but a strikeout. Iglesias with two strikeouts and Jansen with two strikeouts in an inning. So, I mean, what a finish, uh, to the, you know, and Dylan Lee's the other guy, the other lefty, I forgot, you know, the other crafty lefty, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with Mentor going to throw it, you know, 95, 98, and Lee's going to come in and probably throw it about 78 to 85. You know, it's going to kind of get you off speed a little bit. So, right. so yeah, Chavez is going to come in, and he's going to speed you up, which is going to make you, you know, really think about it. He's going to come in, and he's going to just throw strikes. Right. Uh, give me the ball. You know, two seconds later, he's on the rubber throwing it. Uh, so, you know, again, a great job by the bullpen. But number 21 for Kyle Wright. And who would have thought that it would have been Kyle Wright that would have had the uh, 21 – you know, 21 wins. Who would have thought that? Exactly. So, yeah. Um, is your daughter still not a Matt Olson fan, or has she come around yet? No, 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 no. Um, she is um, She is not. Uh, she still likes Freddie Freeman. She had a Freddie Freeman, you know, shirt and everything. So, yeah, no, she's not. She, she has not warmed up to, you know, the first baseman yet, so. Uh, I don't know when she will. She still goes back to the time that he got thrown out at home twice. I believe it was in the game <laughs> that, we, that we saw. Uh, you know, so she still goes back to that. And and uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, she's she's gonna. Uh, you know, they win the World Series. He wins MVP. I don't think she's still gonna like him. But you know. I get it. I mean, that was me with Dale Murphy. You know, I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, Dale Murphy traded Dale Murphy. You know, my favorite player and and stuff. So yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. As an as an adult, you you get more used to the fact that things like that are going to happen. Uh, oh yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, she'll get over it though. Maybe. <laughs> I had to. I had to see if she had come around. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, speaking of. Freaking or Freddie Freeman, I know I'm really random guy. Um, do you see his son doing the tomahawk chop and cheering for the Braves this weekend? I did not. Uh-uh. That's funny. That's Charlie. Funny. Yeah. He, Charlie's he'll, he'll be great. A Braves fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when they came to Truist Park, uh, you know, um, one of the first things, Charlie came running over to hug Dansby, you know. Yep. So, yeah, it was um, it, it was great. You know, I, you know, look, there's still a lot of good memories and, and – um, you know, look, could we use Freddie Freeman? Yes, definitely so. But um, I understand the nature of the game. I understand the nature of the beast as far as the money goes. Um, you know, I, I yes, did, did we get a – we got a great player in Matt Olson. Uh, he's not going to hit 300, you know, 310 like Freddie Freeman. Uh, he's going to probably hit 250. He's probably going to go through stretches like he did where he struggled. Um, but in this series against the Mets, uh, the struggles for everybody that, you know, they were seeing for Matt Olson suddenly went away and it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Uh, he helped us beat the Mets and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's all a, it's all a good day. Um, if only we could get that catcher back. 
Yeah, you still on the catcher. Woo, man. I, I agree. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. No, if he I, turns out to be – hey, listen, he does play for the A's. We could have a chance still to get him back. I mean, I, I, I'm okay with the catchers we got now. I, I love Stanley yeah. players, but I, I'm – William Contreras and Travis Darno, they're growing on me. Oh, well, you know, Darno came through with some big hits. Um, none bigger than the one probably on Sunday night that oh, no. uh, yeah. I believe gave him the lead uh, at the time. So, you know, big, big hits and, um, you know, uh, has had big hits all year, both him and Contreras. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it, it's good. It's, the catching combination is good right now. But, again, Langoliers does play for the A's and, you know, they're always looking to get younger every year. So, right. who knows what they'll do with him. Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, the bullpen was the player of the, or the yeah. right side of the game for me, the bright side of the series this weekend overall. But yeah. um, offensively, who stood out to you from Saturday night's game? Who had a great game? Well, I'm, I got to go with Matt Olson. You know, two for four, um, you know, has been struggling – uh, but a big homer, uh, another big hit. He scored a run, two RBIs. You know, I'll 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 take that every day of the year. There we go. There we go. Well, flipping to Sunday evening. This is a game that we usually don't like because it's ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. Yep. And me and you've talked about this. We don't like them because they're late and yep. the Braves struggle. Well. Yeah. They didn't struggle yeah. this time. No, you know, and this was the first game the Braves, that series, jumped on them first. You know, Dansby had a homer in the first inning, and then uh, the Mets came back and tied it in the second and then picked up two runs in the third, but the Braves picked up three in the third. Right. Um, you know, and one of those came, you know, Acuna gets a blue pit, okay, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of funny. And then, you know, pitching just went suddenly downhill. Uh, for Bassett, yeah, uh, he ends up he ends up walking in a run. Right. Uh, believe Matt Olson picked up RBI number one hundred, and he was walked in. <laughs> That's an awesome one hundred. Yeah, it does. So, uh, so he did pick up two RBIs because he had a homer later. But um, you know, Darno with the big hit and that that game that that you know I think that stretch where they scored those three runs, uh, big hit, but. But, yeah, you know, again, you know, your match, you're thinking, okay, we're up, you know, three to one. This is great. Uh, and then, you know, Acuna hits that um, little bloop hit, uh, you know, or, you know, gets a walk or, or something. And, you know, Dansby, you know, is on. I mean, it just seemed like everybody was on. And all of a sudden, um, you know, they're, they, they get the game tied. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, what happened? Why, how did that happen? Whatever, whatever. So, um, anyway, just, uh, um, you know, a, a good a good series all around. Uh, you know, not a lot of hit. If you look back, not a lot of hits on Sunday night. Arcia got two hits. Uh, Darno got a hit. Olsen got a hit. Dansby got a hit. So, that is two, three, four, five. Five mm-hmm. hits. But I believe – Two of those were homers. I knew at one point the Brett, the Mets had 17 base hits in the whole series. Yeah. 15 singles. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, they, you know, it seemed like, you know, they had scored three runs, and that was more than they had scored in the previous two games as far as, you know, the total goes. Right. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was a struggle. And, and you, you, you asked, how was it a struggle? And, and again, it was, uh, you know, even though Charlie Morton only went four and a third, uh, and I was kind of surprised, you know, again, that game there, uh, Snit was going to manage it like it was the seventh game of the World Series. Right. Uh, you right. know, he he was going to manage that, um, you know, situationally, I guess. <laughs> uh, and even though you got, you know, Charlie Morton on the mound, any trouble, and he was going to start the bullpen. And Morton got in trouble to the point where I thought, that he was going to come out. I think in that second inning, he mm-hmm. got into some big-time trouble and got out of it because Jackson Stevens was warming up. And then right. he came back in the third and the fourth and just mowed him down. I mean, it was like uh, a light clicked on 
you know, and all of a sudden the third and fourth, he was fine, but came out in the fifth and just couldn't, couldn't get out of the fifth. And, you know, Snicker was not going to uh, let, you know, the Braves get down again. He was going to make sure that, you know, hey, I've got a bullpen, let's go. And Dylan Lee with one and a third, which was great. He did walk a guy, but struck out two. You know, McHugh came in and pitched a third of an inning. Uh, Iglesias, you know, with an inning, uh, he did give up a hit. Um, and, and I'm thinking that hit was to, to Jeff McNeil. Um, and then A.J. Minter uh, with an inning, and then Jansen finished it off with no problems. Uh, so three straight games with a save. Uh, you know, I've been worried about him pitching back-to-back days, uh, but he pitched back-to-back days and, and uh, finished it off. You know, with as little a hit the Braves got, they still got five runs out of it. Yep. Uh, so, and home run-wise, they're still – you know, some 30 to 40 ahead of the match, ahead of the next team, I should say. Uh, that's the Dodgers. I think the, the Braves have 178, maybe 180 home runs, and the Dodgers have 140-something. So, um, and, and you know, the whole thing that we're talking about on Sunday Night Baseball was normally the team that has the most home runs going to win games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and 100 games is what they rolled over to. You know, on um, on Sunday night. Um. So when Dansby hit that home run, I was on the elliptical, and my wife heard me scream. She thought something was wrong, and I got off the <laughs> elliptical. She's like, "I heard you hollering. What was wrong?" I was like, "No, yeah. Dansby hit a home run," and I was excited. She's like, "Oh, yeah. okay, good." Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, listen, he's been hot. Uh, you know, we we talk about we're gonna talk about Monday night game here in a minute, and they weren't. You know, they had put every bit of emotion into uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and they had a letdown. Uh, you know, they had to travel. They had to go to go to uh, Miami. You know, you're getting on a plane after a late-night game going into into Miami. And, um, you know, it, it was it's tough. Uh, you're getting there early in the morning probably having to play. So, hopefully, uh, Tuesday night's game, they'll come out a little more refreshed. And they'll beat the Marlins about 25 to nothing, uh, which I hope. Uh, and then, you know, Wednesday beat them 30 to nothing, which I hope. Uh, so, and, and get this series and get this game and get this National League East out of the way. Well, Joe, Joe Simpson said they hit the, they uh, got in their hotel rooms about 4 a.m. this morning. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and I guess that's, you know, we were talking about this over the, um, Hack and I were, as we were driving to Fort Campbell on Friday, we were talking about how in the NFL, you know, usually that Thursday night game, uh, it's not very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially, you know, you've just played on Sunday and you turn around and you play on Thursday. It's just a different kind of feel. Teams have to get ready. You know, instead of you play on Sunday, you know, normally that Monday is going to be, um, you know, is going to be healing up day you know, going to be watching film, stuff like that, and then you get back to it on Tuesday. Well, you can't do that on Monday. Monday's got to – you got to get to work on, you know, this Thursday game. So so we were talking about how um, the next um, – like the team that plays on Thursday night should have Sunday off. Before. Uh, should have the Sunday before off, and then obviously they'll get the Sunday uh, – you know, the next Sunday off too. Right. So they should – their off day should be that Sunday. Uh, right. And then they play Thursday and then get another Sunday. So they'll get the, you know, required off-day time, which would be that two weeks. They'll get a lot of time in between there. But right. I, that's the way I think. And and it's the same way with playing Sunday night baseball. If we're going to have Sunday night baseball, then the next day, if you're the uh, team that's traveling, well, that should be an off-day. Right. Um, should be an off-day. And then I, that way they get enough time to get to where they need to go. Um, and that way they're not affected by getting there at four in the morning and then having to play. And all these guys are used to it. I get it. But there's just ways around this Sunday night, uh, Sunday night game. Uh, and let's face it, ESPN and their infinite wisdom um, has gotten away from even covering baseball to begin with. You know, it used to be heavy baseball, heavy, heavy baseball. And now, you know, they're, they're only doing, what, two games a week, I think. Um, you know, when uh, it started, Tuesday night was a doubleheader. Uh, Wednesday baseball, uh, I think they're doing Sunday, Wednesday baseball. And then they would come with the occasional Friday game, uh, you know, doubleheader, stuff like that. So, But they're just doing Sunday and Sunday and, and uh, Wednesday. So, 
I don't know. I, you know, to me, I would, um, you know, I, I would, I would more or less take, uh, let those teams that have to travel, teams that stay at home, you know, that's fine. You can play, but uh, the team that travels, let, let them have the off day. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, the Braves ended up winning this one five to three. Um, like I said earlier, the bullpen pitched well. Um, who uh, who stood out to you offensively? Well, it was Orlando Arcia again. He was on base, uh, so that helped. Uh, I think even uh, you know he scored a run, uh, so it definitely helped him being on base. So I'm going to go with Arcia again. Did you see what he was doing to Bassett on when yeah. he was at third base? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At one point, Dylan when talked a lot about that, I thought it yeah, was at, very crack. At, at one point, um, I, I turned it to I turned to my son Jackson and I said, "Oh, don't get picked off," you know, because at that time <laughs> it was still uh, three to one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, "Don't get picked off, please don't get." And then I, I then I was, and then, and then they showed the infield positioning. I'm like, "Oh wait, nobody's even at nobody's even <laughs> within thirty, forty feet of it." You know, I mean, because whoever was playing third was playing more shortstop second base, you know, in. So I was like, he could get, you know, surprisingly enough, the steal of home could happen. I mean, because Mm -hmm. you could get the biggest lead that you want. I mean, if the third baseman comes running over, all you got to do is run back, you know. You're probably faster than he is. Yeah, and you're right. You're right. So, so yeah, I, I, anyway. Um, that's beside the point. But it, then I then I was like, okay, don't distract the batter, which, you know, the batter wasn't – I think it was Acuna wasn't even looking at him anyway to begin with, so it didn't no. matter. Uh, no. You know, so – but, yeah, you know, though, but but look, okay, so that those are the kind of games you play when you're on a roll, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and even though the Braves were down three to one, they were feeling good. You know, the Mets were, were disturbed by it, you know, because they were pressing. You know, they needed to win that game just to salvage the series. And, you know, those are the kind of things that you do when you're feeling really good about your offense, you're feeling really good about your team, you're having a good time and stuff. Those are the things you do. Uh, and that's exactly all weekend. That's what the Braves were doing, just bugging the Mets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Well, the Mets go back to – they go into Washington with their tails between their legs, and the Braves fly down to uh, Miami. With their heads high. Needed yeah. Needed one game. Yep. Well, Monday night wasn't the game. They lose to the uh, Marlins 4 nothing, But yep. just couldn't get hits. Uh, yeah, no. The they did yeah. really well. Yeah. Hey, look, they had runners on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, they had runners in, on base. Um, and, and they just couldn't do anything with it. And, and, you know, my hat's off to Bryce Elder. Even though you're going to look back at this game, well, he pitched five innings, he gave up four runs. Yes, I, he was I, you know, strikes, I, I agree. He was throwing strikes, um, and it looked like every time, and he was doing it. You know, he was he was just in there throwing, and it looked like, um, you know, I, I he did walk a guy, uh, not a whole lot of deep counts. You know, they just came in hitting the ball, and and look, there's no problem with with those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it looked at times they were just kind of getting rinky-dinky hits, you know. Um, and, and those are the kinds you hate. But uh, if they get those rinky-dinky hits, that means you probably pitched it in the right spot. Uh, and they just kind of reached out and got it, you know. Right. So, and, and again, we just didn't hit the ball. Uh, Dance, we had two hits. Uh, Arcia and Grossman had a hit each. And, uh, you know, their pitching staff did great. Nothing wrong with what they did. And, again – Getting in at four in the morning in the hotel room, um, you know, and then turn around and having to play, uh, you know, uh, you know, having to play an, an earlier game, being down and you're, you know, you're an hour ahead. They're they're a hour ahead of you, what you normally are used to. Uh, so, um, are you know, they? your games. Well, you know, they well at least they started this game earlier than what I. Okay, um, they started at six forty. Yeah, they started at. Um, in my time, that was 540, by the way. Oh, so yeah. Normally, a Braves game, you know, is my time starting at 640 uh, or 630 or 615, whatever it is. So, right. they're a little bit earlier. You got to get to the ballpark a little bit earlier. So, you know, those are the things that, that 
you know, can upset the rhythm. Uh, but tonight, that should or Tuesday night, that should be no problem. You know, they're right. going to get they're going to have plenty of rest. Uh, everything the game got over with rather quickly. Uh, so I mean, they're going to have plenty of rest. Get back. Um, my my only struggle is Odorizzi going tonight, and I, I hope he um, you know validates you know what what the Braves saw in him and goes out and pitches a good game. But I thought Bryce Elder still pitched a good game, uh, and. And, you know, justifies another start somewhere in there, uh, which may be uh, one of those uh, playoff games. But I do think he justifies another start somewhere. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna assume that uh, Odorizzi has a short leash, even if he if he goes tonight, they could. Well, it. yeah, I I think I think again you're gonna see the uh, the uh, to win the game. I think you're going to see uh, Schnicker go with that short leash and go situ- situationally, unless mm-hmm. um, unless he knows already the Mets have lost, mm-hmm. um, and then it'll be one of those because the Mets, um, I believe, they've got a, a, a double header with the Nats, uh, and so I'm looking back to, to see. Um, ah, I didn't get that right. I'm looking to see uh, the the time on it. Uh, so, so the time on Tuesday's game is a three ten game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, before the Braves play, uh, they're gonna know uh, where that game is. I might. Uh, so, pardon? I said I might listen to that game. Yeah, I might too. Um, uh, so they're gonna know where where they stand with that game. If the Mets have lost, it's over because uh, it doesn't matter what the Braves do. Uh, you know, all it takes is either a win for the Braves or, a, you know, that, that'll do it. Or if the Mets just lose one game, uh, that'll do it as well. Okay. Uh, because, um, you know, because there's only – there'll be two games left and they can only tie them uh, at, the, at the time as we still win. So, so if the Mets lose game number one, then, you know, the series is over, basically. Right. Yeah. All right. So, random question. Yeah. Who would you rather listen to, Charlie Sloan? I think it's Charlie Sloan on Nationals Radio or the Mets Radio guys. Um, you know, I've I've listened to the Mets guys. I like the Mets guys. I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with them. Definitely don't. Uh, probably rather listen to the Mets guys. I got you. Um, I'll no both offense. Too. That's why I asked. Yeah. No offense to the Nationals guys, but I want to know the inner workings of the match, you know, the Nationals are out of the playoffs. Right. Uh, so, you know, I want to know what's going on with the Mets and how their feel is uh, coming out of that weekend series. So probably listen to that more than anything. I might, I might switch back and forth because I like both of them. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's no problem. You know, I always like listening to the New York, the New York guys take it a little bit differently uh, than, than, you know, maybe everybody else. You know, if you were to listen to the Yankees, you're going to listen to to John Sterling and Susan Waldman. You know, they're homers. Uh, you know, uh, they probably don't care what people think about them. You know, they're a little <laughs> more brash. Uh, you know, things like that. So I like that. Uh, you know, they go their own way, which is uh, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't care how the call is. You know, John Sterling's going to come up with every um, you know home run name. He's going to come up with something funny. Uh, in the home run, uh, so you know I, I like that, and that's usually what New York announcers are. Is uh, you know they they have their own style. They don't care what people think. They're going to do it their way. I forgot we didn't do a player or a person of the game for uh, uh, for, I, for me. I go with the bullpen again. Uh, yeah, yeah, or or you could say we didn't give it to Dansby any. He had a couple of hits. He was about the only bright spot of the whole game. You know. There we go. Yeah. Um. So you said Freed will go tomorrow. Uh, that's that's the the scheduled starter, but you know how that changes. But right. I still think I still think he goes, and the only reason I think he goes is because you want to still keep him in that same rhythm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he pitches a couple of innings. He goes three innings. Uh, if at the max, he might go five, depending mm-hmm. on where his pitch count is. But you just want to still keep him in that rhythm. But you still want to open up with Max Freed 
to go into the playoffs. You want to go with, you know, some combination of Freed, Morton, and Wright, or, uh, you know, you want to go uh, some kind of combination like that in the playoffs. And then after that, figure it out as you go along. But I suspect that it'll be Freed, Morton, and Wright. And then if anybody else, if Spencer Strider's ready, that guy, or, boy, I think Bryce Elder would be the next guy to go. I would, I, I, too. Yep. I think he's deserved another chance to start. Yep. So, not not counting my chickens before they hatch, but uh, if the Braves win tonight, what do you think the Mets feel like? They gave up an 11-and-a-half game lead. Well, yeah, they gave up uh, – you know, they, the odd part about it is the Mets, they have to feel snake bed, I guess, a little bit. Although they've had a great year, uh, you know, they're close to 100 wins. Mm-hmm. Um you know, if they were in the Central Division, uh, they would have won it hands down. Yes. Uh, same with the Braves. If they were in the Central Division, they would have won it hands down. They were in the American League with that Indians division. They would have won it hands down. So, you know, they got to feel – but but here's the thing. You know, there's new life for the Mets, uh, you know, the playoffs. Uh, right. So, uh, you, you got some, some new life. So, don't give up yet. Uh, but – it is tough because they've given up, you know, they gave up a 10-and-a-half game lead at one point, and then they gave up a 7-and-a-half game lead. Mm-hmm. So those are tough, 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 because they did it twice. Not, right. You know, they had a chance to throw the knockout punch in late July, 1st of August. And, and, the Braves just, and they didn't do it. And the Braves just kept, you know, just kept creeping up and creeping up. And, you know, they get to – one and a half games, and you think, oh, come on. You know, they got to a half-game lead over the Mets at one point. And then the Mets came back and pumped it up to two and a half, you know. And then and then, and then, finally we get to that, you know, game a game out. And that's preached that all year. Stay within a game when you play the Mets, you know, mm-hmm. because you never know what's going to happen. And look what happened. We got the sweep. So, so yeah, they're feeling some of the effects. But, the, you know, they've still got to – They've still got a chance, uh, a very slim chance. They still got a chance. They got to go out and take care of business. But um, you know, fortunately for them, or unfortunately, I don't know how you would play it. You know, they had to travel to Washington, uh, so they probably got in late. But they had a rain out, which meant they got the rest. But they got to play a doubleheader, which right. is going to be taxing on your pitching, more mm. or less. So you know what you worry about now. For the Mets is obviously Degrom and Scherzer aren't going to pitch right. probably this series with the Nationals, so you can set them up for that Friday Saturday matchup, not a problem. But who else you going to go with, and especially with it being a doubleheader, uh, and that's that's going to be the struggle for the Mets because that bullpen is going to definitely be taxed uh, in this in this two games that they'll have on Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday night. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Well, man, that's about all I had for the show today. Um, you got anything else to add? Before we get no, I'm I'm done. It was a great weekend series. Looking forward to finishing this thing off and and um, and getting a, a little bit of a breather uh, before we play next week. Well, I'm gonna head call it. We will be the Braves will be Eastern Division champions by the time we talk to you guys next. All right. Well, it works for me. That'll be uh, what Friday, right? So yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, it works uh, for me. Thanks for listening to us. Us ramble for about an hour, guys. Appreciate it. Um, love, you know, putting stuff out there for you guys. Um, if you want to follow the show on social media, you can follow it at Ethos Braves on Twitter. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at e- uh, F3 Motley Crew. Um, we're both on Facebook. I'm at John Robert McKay on Facebook. Jeremy? I'm just at plain old Jeremy Bell. Uh, it's not plain to me. <laughs> um, like I said, also listen to us. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, you can follow us on any listening platform: uh, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Apple, and there's multiple ones that I have remembered and forgotten. Um, yes, me too. <laughs> there's I still I feel like there's one coming out every other day. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But those are the main ones that I know of. Um. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Braves. Go Braves.